I am going to end the announcements, and what we're going to do now is we're going to pray for the pastors who are going to be giving the message this morning. Why don't you all walk up? (laughs) Brooke and Alex, we're so honored. Why don't you give them a round of applause? We're so honored to have them give the word this morning. Let's bless them and let's pray for them. Lord, we thank you for this amazing couple, and I have seldomly known young people with, with the heart of servitude that these people have, that these beautiful people have on their life. I remember Alex came at the last worship event. He was here till like, I don't even know, midnight with us working, and he had to work the next morning, and Brooke is just constantly pouring out her life to these people in this church, the, the youth of this church. Lord, there's just such great people, and they're so shining you, Jesus. And everyone knows it in this church. Everybody knows that they shine you. And I pray an anointing upon their message this morning and that you just let them have joy in the message. Um, Help them to relax and go off script if they need to. Because you know what? Your spirit is going to speak through them today. They don't even need notes. That's what I'm going to say over you all right now. (laughs) You don't need any notes this morning. You can open your mouth and the anointing of the Holy Spirit is so strong on your life. He's going to speak through you. You could stand here and say, Jesus loves you five million times and people would fall out in the spirit, okay? So just relax and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello. (laughs) We are the Grimeses. Grimes? It's weird because there's an S at the end of our name, so it's kind of hard sometimes to know the proper form of English for that. Um, so we are Broken Alex Grimes. Today, it'll probably be a little short today because um, we're talking about youth ministry. And um, we have been leading it for a few months. We took over after David, and uh, we've been involved for multiple years, I would say. Um, and, yeah. As most of you guys know, I'm Alex. I have been attending... Life Point. This October will be eight years already. And then, I know, it's crazy. Eight years. Um, and then Brooke, I mean, she's lived here, so. <laughs> yeah, I keep trying to have her dad take her, but she, he won't. He said no refunds. So, well, as she said, we're, we lead up the youth ministry after David, which big shoes to fill. Um, we're our, I want to have all of our teens in the youth group stand up. We have a Yay. lot. <coughs> this isn't even, this isn't even, yeah, this isn't even the, the start of it. Yeah, How many of you guys more. like numbers and statistics? I do. I love them. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to start off with with some some numbers, so there's a, there was a statistic by Barna the Barna Group, okay, that says 2040, okay, that people born from 1952 to 1967, you don't have to raise your hand if you don't want to, but okay, so by night or by 2040, does it work better? Huh? Haha. <laughs> All right, by 2040, then only 37% or no, 68% will be 
evolved or evolved involved in church ministry. And then people born from 1968 to 1982. I don't know if we have any of those. Yeah. 37% will be attending church from 1982 to 1999, which me, eh. Okay. 17% will be in attending church. And then from 2000 to 2021, which is our youth, <laughs> okay, seven or er, 4%, only 4% by 2040 will be attending church. Just to kind of put that in perspective, okay, let's bring it home, okay? Bakersfield currently has 398,000 people, okay? So 4% Okay, sorry, 10% currently go to church right now. So by 2040, out of the 398,000 kids, I mean, people of Bakersfield, only 4,300 people in 2040, or youth, will be attending church in 2040. Which is extremely low. Yeah, scary. That is very low numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, you figure 398,000 people Bakersfield, only 4,300 of those are going to be attending church of the youth. So, you got a Bible verse, Brooke? Yeah, we have a Bible verse to read. It'll be on the screen. Um, so, it's Matthew, yeah, Matthew 19. I'll read it. You guys don't have to follow along. It's a little long, so I know we kind of is on the screen. lose each other. Yeah, but you can follow along as I read it. So, it says, um, Matthew 19, 13 through 15. It says, Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked him. Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And when he had placed his hands on them, uh, he went from there. So we have quite a few kids. Um, currently, we're, we're anywhere between 40 and 50, but summer vacation, kids think that they need to go on vacations and have breaks and stuff. It's whatever. So we're going we're gonna to actually have uh, one, someone come up real quick. We're going to have Hannah come up first, and then we'll have someone else. So, hey. So Hannah is one of two her sister's not here um but she's she's one of our teens and um i'm not gonna explain too much i'm gonna let her talk and share so good morning okay so my name is hannah i've been going here for about a year um we started at the park i remember i remember my first hug was david brooke with her bubbly personality and alex always had a broken foot still never healed <laughs> it's okay though we're working on it um, youth group is such a, like, a great thing. It's, like, so welcoming, and it's such a safe place. You could talk about anything and not feel judged at all. I'm sorry. Um, you all come together to make us so happy, and you can see it, like, it's just, like, when you go in, all you see is, like, big smiles, and it's just amazing. Worship really didn't mean that much to me at all at first. I was just there for the fun. But now, when I had, like, a personal experience with God, it means so much. It's, like, we worship God because he is worthy and deserving, and it's, it can escape from reality, and it means so much, and it's just amazing. And 
it's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like healing for the heart and the mind. And there's a lot more, but I'm not going to go into depth. But you have to feel connected to feel what worship really means. And yeah, but children's ministry is up. I know you should go. It's, I think, kindergarten to fifth grade. Yeah, it's up again. And I think they're doing lesson from last week. But yeah. Yeah. So like she says, Hannah's been going for, I think, a little over a year. I think we were at the park in last year, huh? It's last year we were at the park. Next person is Mr. Justin King, who, man, he does so much for the church and for us. So I'm going to have him come up and uh, let him talk a little bit about what youth means to him. So hi, as he said, I'm Justin. I'm going as a junior at high school this year. Uh, I do tech in the back on Sundays and Wednesdays for youth. Uh, I've been going to the church for a very long time, probably like since I was born. <laughs> um, so youth to me is just a place that all the youth can come together and just be a family as one and praise and learn about God without having the judgment from the world and it's just a safe haven for all of us. Uh, the most important part about wor about youth to me is worship. It's always been very important to me, but uh, when I went to camp, uh, the first worship under the stars we did is the first time I really had God uh, speak to me, and he actually gave me my calling of, to work um, with worship and tech, and the church has been here to help me through that and has developed me to do tech on Sundays and Wednesdays. Um, I also love listening to their lessons that they do. They do really well. Good job, Brooke. <laughs> Uh, youth group is always fun, very funny. He breaks his leg a lot, like she said. <laughs> In crutches for a few months, that was fun. We'd go on trips, and it's just all around a really fun time. That's just a few of the teens that we have in, in youth group. I mean, as you guys know, we've seen Raymond, but he's back there helping with the kids. And we have Zoe, who's also talked up here. I mean, we have so many kids that are just on fire for God, and they're just, they're loving coming to church. And they're also very energetic, so it's a lot of fun. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm a little tired. But then they come in, and I'm like, okay, I'm not as tired anymore, because they like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just try to match their energy. And we have a lot of fun. Like, you can see, I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to do this. Tom asked me, he's like, hey, like, you guys want to talk on Sunday? And in my mind, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> high, high schooler is a different story. They're way easy to talk to. But, you know, you can't say no to Tom. He just has that way of, like, persuading you. He's, you know, yeah, well. All right, we got a few, few points, four of them. We're going to start with number one, okay? Parents have a desire to bring their kids to Jesus, Okay? It's, it's pretty common in our youth group that a majority of the parents don't come to our church. But they, they want their kids to be in church, and they want them to have that experience with God. So for our youth group, I would say we have about an average of 15% of our youth group that their parents or family attend LifePoint Church which isn't very, very high. 
So that's why we make a point to say hi to the parents or make sure the parents see us um, because they don't see us at church or like inside of the building. So we try to make sure that they see us out, you know, when they pick up or drop off and things like that. It's just, it, there's something about kids having a relationship with Jesus, even though if the parents may not believe it or or want to invest in that themselves. It's just something that the kids being a part of a youth ministry that parents like, and it's okay with me because it brings them into the door. Point number two is Jesus, Jesus's adult friends didn't want Jesus, or didn't want Jesus bothered with the kids. Okay. How many of you guys grew up, and I, I was one of them. My great grandfather said this to me. Kids are to be seen, not heard. Okay. My grandpa would smack me sometimes for not listening. <laughs> But Jesus' friends was the same way. Um, it's, it's too easy to see a lot of these kids as bothersome or, like, it's hard to do, like, to talk to them or, like, it's like a chore. Um, but we have, we have a verse we're going to talk. Oh, you can read it. So Matthew 18.3, um, Jesus says, Unless you become like a child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, so that just tells us how important children's ministry is and youth ministry is because that is, that is our, God desires that from us is to come to him like a child. And so that's why we invest so much in our youth ministry and our children's ministry because we catch the heart of what Jesus is saying here and the importance of the younger generations. So many of the, the kids in our youth group don't, they don't like to open up because they're not used to opening up or sharing about, you know, their feelings or any of that stuff. So one of the, like, one of the biggest things I really try to, to do is I try to connect with that, all the kids, you know, sometimes it's easier to connect with one more than others, but it's like, what I really try to do is like, you know, how's life? And, you know, most of the time their average response, oh, life's good. Like, okay, well, how's life really? Because I'll tell you, sometimes life sucks for me. Like, it just happens. I mean, that's the way way it is. And then, you know, we have some kids, like we have one girl, she's like, you know, they want to talk about it, but you know, my stepmom passed away. Or, you know, different stuff. Like, oh, well, this is going on in my life. And, you know, you can kind of see the sense of like, thank you for really caring to actually ask me about how my life is and care enough to like know what's going on. Yeah. And enough to listen to them. Um, I feel like not a fault to parents, but sometimes you get busy with life. So it's good for us, for them to come here. Cause we ask and we have the time to be able to really listen to what they're saying and to let them feel heard and make sure that they're listened to. And we're taking to heart what they're saying, but not only that, not only that we're taking it to God to pray about it because we can't do anything. You know what I mean? But God can. And so that's just the extra step that we get to do that um, is hard for families sometimes because they do have life that gets busy at times. Well, and the th it's not just us necessarily fighting too, but it's it's God fighting for these kids. You know, it's sometimes it's so easy on Wednesdays to be like, oh, you know, I've been working all day. Do I really want to go to church? But then it's like you got to get that out of your mind. And be like, look, this isn't just about me. We got 40 to 50 plus kids that come and, you know, they're not just here to hang out with friends, but they're here to 
to see the love of God, whether or not is they don't get it necessarily through the, the message or, you know, the worship, you know, something Tom's told me before is like the message and the worship is only a percentage of why we're here. It's that connection with the kids and that relationship that you get that's actually going to drive them closer to God. So, Point number three, Jesus is against those who keep kids away. Um, it's not just that Jesus doesn't want us to hinder children from coming to God. It's also that he gets angry against adults who hinder kids from coming to him. Kids are so important to Jesus that he issued his greatest rebuke for those people who caused them to sin again, or caused them to sin, or keep them from coming to Jesus? We, we as people of the church, you know, we're called to re- raise up the next generation, and it's you know it's easy for us because we're in part of the the youth group, but it's not just the youth group, but it's it goes outside of that. It goes to your home or your your kids' friends or your grandkids, friends, or whatever. Like, we're all called to raise up the next generation. Because if not, that 4% is going to be more real than what we think it is. Uh, Point number four. Jesus laid his hands and prayed a blessing over the kids. We do this every Sunday, you know, and Wednesdays. Um, Caitlin did this morning. Lord bless the kids. But every Sunday we pray for the kids. Every every Wednesday we pray for the kids. We have, you know, the prayer team. You know, I know they're always on their hands and knees praying for, for the kids. And even on, on Wednesdays, you know, pre-service prayer or like worship. We're, we're back there. We're, you know, we have it open for kids to, to get prayed for. That's some of my favorite moments. Um, I could cry, but I'm going to try not to. Is It's it's a really nice moment because, okay, so worship is playing. You guys saw some pictures from worship. But in the back, we have the leaders lined up. If, if, if kids want prayer, like how it is here, they can. I guess it is literally like that. It's like this, you know. Um, but instead, it's youth leaders and not the elders and prayer people. But anyway, um, and it's so cool and it's so nice because they come to us. And sometimes they'll say things and I'm like, oh, I can't believe like you've we call it suffering in silence. Like, I can't believe you've been going through that and you haven't told us. Or like, I can't believe that that happened in your life and my heart breaks for them. And so those are some of my favorite moments because that, everything else that we do, all the Wednesdays, all the hours, all the time we spend investing in uh, just practice or getting things ready. But those moments in prayer, those are what I'm there for. You know, the moments that they talk and they open up and they're just like, this is what's going on and I need help, I need prayer, I need whatever. Those are the moments I'm there for, you know? And so sometimes they feel bad, but I'm like, no, this is literally what I'm here for. Like, I'm ready for this. Like, this is why I come here. And so these moments, whenever we do, I like lay my hand on their shoulder because it's like appropriate, you know what I mean? Like the shoulder, but it's still a <laughs> physical touch, so I pray for them. And yeah, we lay hands on them and we pray for them. And those are my f- some of my favorite moments. Um, and that's why I'm there. Like I live for those moments. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just, it's not just, it's us showing, you know, the love of God and, and disciple them and play. And, and you know, here's the thing. I love to have fun. I'll be the first one. You know, the, the verse that we said, come as, 
as a child, I take it and I stride with it to the max. I will be the biggest child with these kids. But it's, it's just, it's different once we get into a heart of worship because you see the brokenness in a lot of these kids' life and they open up and it's just so real to see what these kids are going through. A lot of these kids, I mean, I haven't been graduated that long. It's only been 11 years. But what these kids are going through is completely different than what I had to. You know, a lot of these junior hires, high schools, completely different than what we go through. And a lot of these kids are struggling on, you know, what do I do with this? How do I go through this? Or how, like, what, what should I do? Like, I have friends that are like this. Like, do I let go of my friends? And, you know, there's a lot of these hard questions that, like, we can't answer. It, you know, it only comes through God. So... Yeah, and it comes through the Bible. Obviously, God has given us direction of what to do in situations, um, but it's nice because sometimes they actually seek godly wisdom, and so that's really good that they're actually wanting that because the world offers a lot of really bad advice that's actually so damaging. So I like when they're like, what do I do here? And I'm like, well, this is what the Bible says, <laughs> you know, and give that sort of wisdom, and it, not advice, but just, I don't know if it would be advice or not. But um, I like that they come and ask us counsel. Yeah, um, wisdom, I guess, would be the right word. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, but that's why um, we want to invest so much in the generations to come because that 4% is really low, and that's almost really so scary. Um, but that's our building. Have you guys noticed, like, one-third of it is dedicated to the, the future younger generations. And so our church here invests in our younger generations that are coming up. And I love that Tom has that heart and that our congregation has that heart for the future um, people of LifePoint. Well, that's why we have so many adults that, you know, commit their time and pray each week for the youth. I mean, we have seven youth leaders. You know, we have Nathan King, Alex Eddy. We have Carol Gerger, Paul. Um, Bob McDonald, we have Tony, we have me, Brooke, Tom Naki. Like, we all come, I mean, we all come and we pour out for these kids. And I'm actually going to have Alex Eddy come up and talk and share a little bit about um, his heart for the youth and, and worship and stuff like that, too. So I've been, you know, I've been coming here since I was real young. Uh, you know, Shannon was still the youth pastor, so date myself a little bit there. Um, you know, as you guys saw in the video, I'm, you know, I'm on the worship team there playing, you know, guitar and bass, kind of like I do here. Um, you know, the, the best thing about worship, you know, when I'm not in my ego mode when I get my solos, uh, you know, is getting to watch some of the kids, you know, really get into worship, you know, and not even, you know, just on the, the slow songs, but like, you know, there's, there's a couple times where, you know, we're doing faster songs, you know, and I'm looking out at the kids, and they're really into it, which is not what I try and focus on, like, when I'm connect with the kids during the slower songs, because those generally are easier. Um, you know, so to me, the, the best part of worship is when I get to see God working through these kids and, you know, really getting to, getting to the heart of, hey, you know, yes, I'm still here for you. You know, yeah, I'm, your, your life is hard, but if you just come here, you know, go to God and it'll, 
I mean, it won't necessarily be easy, but it'll be easier. Um, you know, it's 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 so much fun to get to to get to know these kids and talk to them about worship. You know, because you ask, oh, you know, what was what songs did you like? What you know, did it sound good? You know, and they're like, yeah, no, this was worship was awesome tonight. And you know, as a musician, that's like the most gratifying thing is getting to hear, hey, you know, because because of the the worship. I feel like, you know, I feel closer to God, yeah. you know, and, you know, and then you get to go play basketball with the kids, and I'm bad at basketball, so they're always better than me, um, you know, but even those small moments where, like, you don't think, oh, God's doing something, you know, God's, where you don't think, oh, God's doing something, you know, there's still that, like, little, like, memory of, hey, elite, you know, a 23-year-old who can't jump cared enough about me to play basketball with me and let me put him on a poster, you know? So it's, it's really fun, you know, to, to come on Wednesdays and get to know these kids and, you know, ask them, about, especially the athletes, because as a former athlete, it's like I get to ask, hey, you know, how's your football season going? What's your guys' record? You know, and then you get to start talking about that, and then that starts leading into deeper and deeper conversations. You know, about how, oh, you know, I didn't respect God in the way that I wanted to on the football field. How can I, you know, how can I be better with that? So it's, it's so much fun. And if you honestly do think, hey, you know, maybe I could come out and try it, please do. It's, it's so rewarding. You know, it's, it's Tom. Tom tells me something all the time, and I try to tell our leaders also. Um, and Kirk will like this. Um, you you can't make a withdrawal unless you make a deposit. Okay, you can't you can't expect these kids to open up or or want to talk to you unless you make these deposits in their life and show these kids that you care about them and that you love them. Okay. I, I, I enjoy coming to youth group and talking to these kids. I mean, some of them will probably think that I'm weird because I am, <laughs> but it's, it's fine because the way that some of them talk, I don't understand, you know? Bussin' Hannah doesn't mean good, okay? But they think it does. <laughs> so... Um, it's just, I hope this kind of gives you guys an insight. I know, it, you know, it wasn't super long or whatever, but, um, I hope this gives you kind of compassion and, and understanding and the, the fire to pray or get involved in their, the youth group, because there's so much powerful stuff that goes on on Wednesday nights that I think a majority of you guys don't understand how, like on fire or like the desire that these kids want to know about God. Um, they're great kids and they have, you know, they have a purpose for God. So that's what we got. So.